0: to paranormal underground radio join us each week as we delve into some of life's most complex questions it's time to explore the unexplained with your hosts karen Fraser and rick hale
1: It is Thursday night, and if you can hear our voices, you are exactly where you need to be. I am your host, Rick Hale, and sitting side banana with me tonight is (laughs) none other than Chuck G. Gatsky, fellow Chicagoan and uh... uh, (laughs) founder of In the Dark Investigations. So, Chuck, thank you so much for uh, filling in for Karen tonight.
2: Hey, not a problem. I'm glad to be here again one more time.
1: Awesome, awesome. Now... Before we talk, you know, before we preview our uh, our guest tonight, and we have we have an excellent guest, um, Chuck. You have some exciting news concerning your own radio show, correct?
2: Yes, I do. Actually, in fact, I follow this wonderful program around right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a show starting in January uh, called In the Dark Radio. Uh, We'll follow the show exactly from 10 to 11 Central Our Time, Um, one hour of me just blabbing on the radio, but it ought to be pretty cool.
1: No, that's actually really quite exciting. So, congratulations!
2: Thank you very much.
1: You're quite welcome. So, uh, you know, to preview uh, our guest who we have tonight, uh, before we go and you know talk about anything further, we're going to be joined by Rick Wade. Rick is the he is a paranormal investigator as well and a medium, as well as author of My Paranormal Journey: One Man's Obsession. He is a new author here at uh, Ghost Night Media, so we'll be talking to him tonight when we come back from our first break. That sounds exciting. Very much so. So um, recently, uh, well, not recently, About a month or so ago, I was um, perusing through YouTube, as I oftentimes do, and downloading stuff for me to watch at work when I'm at night. Mm -hmm. I watched this really great documentary, and it was put together by a local guy. His name's Luke Millett, and the name of the documentary is The Ghost Tapes. And it kind of follows him around as he's learning how to you know hunt ghosts here i am again on the radio and i'm using air quotes so like anybody could really see me but it is implied (laughs) um (laughs) so and you know i really liked it so i sent the cat a message and i'm like hey man you know i really liked your your documentary he wrote me back a couple weeks later he's like i really like your show i listen to your show every once in a while so i'm like oh that's great so this saturday um i invited him to come with um medium psychic medium nancy laporte and i who have been working with for years he's going to be uh coming with us on a private home investigation that's like literally within walking distance of my house oh so he's coming with you yeah he's coming with us and in Mm -hmm. fact in fact he's going to be documenting what we're doing there to possibly use in the sequel to the ghost tapes which you know in effect will be called ghost Ghost tapes, too. Um, keep in mind, that's not why I invited the dude along with us. I invited him along with us because I thought he has a lot of potential as an investigator, as well as I really, really liked his documentary. And uh-huh. seeing that he's a local guy, I'm like, what the hell? You know, I'm going to invite this guy to come along. So, no, but that's going to be cool. I mean, if he's going to document yeah. everything you're doing, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, it really is. Um, I would talk about what kind of stuff goes on in this home, but I don't want to take the chance that Nancy is listening. Okay. And uh, yeah, as anybody knows me, I am a big believer in psychic ability. I do believe that it is very much a part of human evolution, mm-hmm. um, you know, as well as our psychology. And uh, I don't want to mess things up ever for an investigation, especially with a psychic. And, no, and, and I don't know. right. And any psychic worth their worth their salt will tell you, it's like, hey, we don't want to know anything. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what what do you think about that, Chuck?
2: I, I agree. I don't think you want to. I think you want to leave it open so you can see what they're going to tell you um and what they're going to pick up on because i mean if you're if you're saying it's kind of like giving them the all the information ahead of time there's no point in having the psychic then i mean you know what i mean that's the whole point of them being there is to be able to um get the read um give it back to you then you already know the information from what you've been told and it's kind of neat to see how that how it all fits you know as a puzzle back and forth you know i think that's that's a better way of doing it
1: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And now here's the interesting part. I was talking to her on the phone today, and I am, like I said, I am, I very painstakingly do not share anything with her because, like I said, I think it's incredibly unethical and very inappropriate. And um, we're talking, and she asks me a question about a boy who lives in the house, and he has his cover snatched off of him. I didn't tell her a damn thing, and she hit the nail on the head with that one. Really? Yeah, which was really quite interesting, um, considering the fact too that the that the young boy in the house he's he's thirteen or fourteen years old. Uh-huh. He has um, he is he has um, multiple sclerosis uh, to the point where he is nonverbal. So it's like they say that you, you know when I was talking to the uh, client, she said, "Yeah, that happens." So that's I never said a damn thing, and she hit that nail right on the head. So.
2: Yeah, well I know someone else that came to my house wants to hit the nail on the head on something too, so
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know what <laughs> Who would that be, it, Mr. Hale? That would probably be me. Now here's the thing though. It's like I it's it's even though yes, I, I I'm not a medium, I'm not a psychic, I am sensitive though. I, I I don't like using those kind of terms to describe myself. But yeah, I mean I hit the nail on the head every once in a while. Not only that too, it's also very unethical as well as inappropriate for a sensitive or a psychic or a medium or a clairvoyant or whatever to actually be the leader of a paranormal group because it's like you get all of the information beforehand so then people look at you and they're like well you know i really don't want to trust what you say right now so yeah you got to be very careful
2: yeah i get that yeah yeah well, yeah well you were two for two on that one in my house so that was pretty yeah interesting. so i understand where you're coming from on that you know what i mean
1: right yeah that was pretty interesting too because it's like we're standing there in your super awesome nerd room god i love that place (laughs) i just i just want to move in there and read all of your comic books um (laughs) and uh yeah it's like we're standing there and it's like i can feel this dude standing outside your door and it's like yes my name is rick now please we're talking so (laughs) yeah so it was it was definitely a very interesting uh an interesting experience.
2: Yeah, and those guys, by the way, the 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 uh, uh, the entities that are in my home, uh, actually. Um came to visit when steve was over because we did table tipping and steve kept seeing a guy standing right behind me um i uh, was sitting in the, the dining room or the family or whatever he said he kept seeing him behind me he said yeah he's standing right behind you yeah he's standing right behind me. He's just staring at us and stuff like that so i thought that was kind of interesting but then we were doing table tipping we were talking to one of the two that was in there and he was uh that table tipping experience that was just some crazy stuff i'd never seen that before so that was something interesting <laughs>
1: i've never done that before i've never been involved in a table tipping i've never been involved in any kind of seances mm-hmm. i i it's i don't think i would be able to be involved in a seance as like a sitter because i would be too much looking around for any kind of trickery or you know testing emfs and taking mm-hmm. you know sound recordings and pictures and all that i to actually just be you know a passive sitter but um
2: yeah, well, I did. Yeah. That. I brought I brought my meters. I had my meters down there. I had my uh, I had a flashlight. And then when things started going kind of crazy, where besides the, the table spinning and stuff, it would actually lift up off the ground. And it was just me, Steve, my wife, and my son. And this thing, besides, like I said, besides spinning, was picking up off the ground. So I'm flipping the little flashlight on, and there's like no one. At one point, the only people who were touching it was my wife and my son, Ben. So at that point, it was going up in the air, and they had their fingers on the top of the table, but it's lifting up from underneath, and I'm shining the light, and there's nothing there. So finally, I'm like, you know, I'm going to test this theory because it has got to be something to it. So I take my hand, I push down on the table as hard as I can, and the table pushes back as hard as I can back up at me, and then I just let go. And I said, okay, I got you. It's cool. It was
1: weird. Right. And, you know, and that's one of the interesting and vast differences between um, the way we do things here in the United States and the way things do. You know, Stephen Lambert, the extreme ghost hunter from, uh, from, from the U.K., how they yes. do things over there. They're still very much involved in the, um, the psychic side of things.
2: Uh, yes, they, they are. Yeah.
1: They are. Whereas over here, we're more scientific. And I think, if this, you know, when it really comes down to it, it's really a lot more scientific, the psychic side of it, because it's something that can, it is testable in a laboratory as, you know, with, um, as shown by J.B. Ryan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you can't, I mean, you can use your EMF detectors and everything. They do work. That's great. But they fail. Right. Know, batteries die out, or they get you yeah. know drained, or whatever. But a person that is a trusted medium, or a trusted psychic, or a trusted channeler, mm-hmm. trusted clairvoyant, or whatever, you know, they may need to take a break every now and then. But they're usually pretty good to go for an entire investigation.
2: Yeah, well, when I did that, I felt that you know, because you are, it's true, we're kind of more gadget driven over here. They're more just yeah. like hands on, like you said, uh, on the psychic end of things. Um, I, I did find that that was a, an experience. that was much much more to heart uh much more um i felt like there was something really tangible that was happening in front of me i mean i've used lots of meters and i've seen lots of different things lighten up and people talking and all that but i think that was really one of the highlight experiences as far as i'm concerned once i could see that there was nothing going on no there's no trickery there was no nothing it was just actually happening um it, it kind of like took me back a little bit but it, it was just so tangible it was crazy
1: Right and the interesting part is, is it's in your home. So you are already aware that there's no trickery. However, when you're sitting in, you know what they used to call a parlor back in the old spiritualism <laughs> yeah, days. Exactly. There was all kinds of trickery that was going on. There was, you know, things flying around on wires and um, you know all all kinds of shenanigans. However, with Daniel Douglas Hume, nobody nobody ever was able to catch him in any kind of trickery. So you know, he was just one of the few legit uh, psychic mediums back in the Victorian era. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that was, I just, I found that really cool. I want to try it. We're going to try it again when everybody's here on Saturday. I wanted to give it a shot and see uh, what happens. But we even got to the point where it was like uh, having the table lift up once for yes, twice for no. Um, and we were going through, like, can you make then a noise in like what corner of the room? And we 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 numbered the corners of the rooms and they would it would work in concurrent to whatever. Corner of the room it was in, and it would come closer, and the table would get louder, and it would move away. It was. It went on for like you know a good a good half an hour, forty minutes like that.
1: Well, that's outstanding. Um, and with that, I think what we're going to do is is we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to be speaking with um, paranormal investigator, medium, and author of My Paranormal Journey: One Man's Obsession, uh, Rick Wade. So everybody, stick around. This is Paranormal Underground Radio at hazyradio.com It's going to be live.
0: Hi, this is Cheryl Knight, editor for Paranormal Underground Magazine. And I'm Chad Wilson, Paranormal Underground Magazine's publisher. Every month, Paranormal Underground Magazine explores the unexplained by examining topics that range from haunted sites to ufology to cryptozoology. cryptozoology. We also spotlight investigators and researchers who continue to pave the way in a field that seeks to answer some of life's most complex questions. If you want to read about topics like psychic phenomena, demonology, conspiracy theories, crystals and herbology, and much, much more, visit ParanormalUnderground.net and start exploring the unexplained today. Visit us today at ParanormalUnderground.net and get a 12-month digital subscription for 15% off the cover price.
3: Hi, everyone. It's Karen Frazier. I'm here with my co-host of Paranormal Underground Radio, Rick Hale. Hi, everyone. We invite you to join Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network to explore the unexplained every Thursday night from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific and other times in the flyover
1: states. Each week we talk with investigators in the field, researchers, authors, and experts about topics that include paranormal investigation, ufology, cryptozoology, and spirituality. So
3: please join us each Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern for Paranormal Talk with great guests right here on HazyRadioNetwork.com. Do you want to keep up with what's going on at Paranormal Underground?
2: Then tweet us on Twitter at ParanormalUG.
3: Or follow us on Facebook at Paranormal Underground. Meet us on MySpace, Paranormal Underground.
2: There's no need to be in the dark about what's going on at Paranormal Underground. Join us on
0: your favorite social networking site today.
3: This is Karen Fraser, writer and radio host with Paranormal Underground. Since I wrote my book, Avalanche of Spirits, the Ghosts of Wellington, in 2010, people have asked me what happened next. In my new book, Dancing with the Afterlife, a paranormal memoir, My Wellington story continues. Dancing with the Afterlife is more than the continuation of the Wellington story, however. It's also the story of a lifetime of afterlife research and paranormal encounters. What I've learned has changed my life, and it might change yours as well. To learn more about Dancing with the Afterlife or to read an excerpt from the book, visit dancingwiththeafterlife.com. Thank you.
4: this is Hazy, and you're listening to the Hazy Radio Network.
1: The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily really reflect those of Hazy Radio Network,
3: its affiliates, or sponsors. All shows are independently owned and broadcast for entertainment purposes
1: only. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paranormal Underground Radio at HazyRadio.com. We are your hosts, Rick and Chuck. Uh, tonight, joining us is paranormal investigator, medium, and author of my paranormal journey, One Man's Obsession, Rick Wade. Rick, welcome to the Underground.
4: How are you doing, gentlemen?
1: Excellent, thank you. How are you tonight, sir?
4: Doing good. Doing good.
1: Great. Perfect. So, you know, one thing I always like to ask people now, I and I have read a little bit of your book, and I I do like it. Um, How how is it that you came became interested in this field?
4: Well, actually, um, you know, I uh, my wife actually got me into this field. She actually recorded the Ghost Hunter show on TV, -hmm. and that actually got me excited. I I started watching episode after episode, and I was just blown away. You know, I'm like, this is really cool. You know, to see these things happening and see these weird things. You know, Uh, sure. Stuff. so i got excited about it and uh what really really got me into it though was whenever my son asked me to go check out this old house this old house uh i went down and checked out down the road from where i live and the door opened whenever i asked it to open that's what blew me away and got me into this was that one experience that door okay. opening me. on command it was like you know i came there what it was is it actually closed for me at the beginning Uh, Then I went got my video camera, came back, and then I asked it to open, and boom, it opened for me. It was just amazing; it just blew me away. And and from that day forth, I dedicated as much time as possible to try to connect with spirits and ghosts.
1: Right. So you know, you basically you're very much new to this field. I I do have a question though. I mean, now you do you kind of bill yourself as being a medium, correct? I'm a seer. A seer, okay.
4: Yeah, and basically that's what I do is I see. I'm shown images, or I'm actually a a hearer too, so I can hear. I actually have energies come to me, and I can actually see things. Like I do readings for people, uh, Mm -hmm. all different types of readings. Um, But actually I can actually zone in and pick up their energy and see basically almost like seeing through their eyes. That's what I do. I can actually put myself in their atmosphere, which is really kind of cool. Uh, So that's what I do. I connect with them. I pick up their energy, and then I'm actually shown images, Uh, and then those images are usually connected to the actual individual, which is kind of cool. So I'm actually giving them information that they know about, but I just should know about, and that's the key that really blows their mind. I'm like, how did he know that? It's impossible, and it really is whenever they're hundreds to thousands of miles away.
1: Correct. Now, it's. I find this very interesting because I am, um, you know, not not only I, I don't consider myself a ghost hunter. I consider myself a psychical researcher. I can't call myself a parapsychologist because I don't have a, um, you know, an advanced degree in anything. So I use the much older term. So psychic ability is very much a very important part of what I do as an investigator and a researcher. From what I understand, is is that people are are born with this with these abilities. It's not like, you know, Christopher walking in the dead zone where you get into a horrible car accident, next thing you know, you're seeing dead people and telling the future. But um did did you experience these, these things as a child growing up? And does it run in your family?
4: Well actually my mom, my brother, my sister, all, I mean a lot of my family have gifts. My mom used to read actual fortunes in coffee cups. And my brother used to read spoons. He'd line up 24 spoons, and he'd read spoons off the light of a candle. And my sister could hold objects up to her forehead and pick up the energy of the object, where it actually came from, all the exchanges that happened with it. So Mm -hmm. uh, so that's exactly, you know, they all had this, you know, and and things happened throughout my childhood. But I just really never really, it never connected with me. But I had nightmares all the time, okay? I had a lot of nightmares. I walked in my sleep, and I think that's what it was. The spirits on the other side were trying to connect with me all through my childhood. I never paid attention to them. Because as soon as I started ghost hunting, they all left me. All those nightmares, all those walking in my sleep, climbing the wall, seeing demons, all that stuff left me. It was gone. Actually, I think it was just the other side wanting me to wake up. Wake up. And that door opened up and woke me up. And from that point on, I have not walked in my sleep since. Which is kind of crazy. Seven years. And I I did it for like 30, 38 years, 38, 39 years. I was walking in my sleep almost every night mm-hmm. and screaming and having nightmares. So it was just part of my path, and I just never paid attention. I had weird things happen to me where I could guess certain things right on the dot. Mm-hmm. For instance, I uh, I have a story. Is it okay to tell you the story? Yeah, I have a story. Go ahead. I actually, uh, before I even got into this ability or ghost or anything, I, I was actually uh, going in this number, number, um, I think it was number three, kept coming in my mind. Number three, number three. I was going to a horse racing at my mother in law's. And mm-hmm. she's an expert at horse racing. So when I got there, I told her, I said, listen, number three horse is going to win every race no matter what. And we bet five bucks, and if you lost, you, have, you know, it's you double or nothing. So next thing you know, I, mean, I think it was like 19 or 22 races, number three horse won the whole night. Not any other horse. Number three won. So see, wow. I had that gift in me. I just never knew how to bring it out, you know. And I think getting in the paranormal field brought it out
2: and started me
4: into my actual grill abilities.
2: I have a question for you. Uh, you, you you said that getting into the paranormal is what kind of brought out your or you, you know you actually paid attention to your abilities more and knew that they were there and we're going to start using them and it helped you to stop the sleepwalking and all that. But since like your whole family had had different kind of gifts, did you not? Did you ever think of like going to them to say, "Hey, look, um, this is what's happening to me. Um, how come this is happening? I mean, could they not have helped you to bring it forth before? Before having to do, you know, paranormal investigations to get that to come forward?
4: Well, see, nobody really even paid attention about that. See, I have a huge family. I have on 10 brothers and sisters on one side and 10 brothers and sisters on another side. So I have a huge family. But uh-huh. uh, my brother, Rocky, actually, he's the one I had a gift to. He's the one who could read the spoons. He actually, whenever I started getting my gifts and I started researching and, and telling him about what was happening to me, he actually gave me all of his gifts. I didn't know how he did it, but he did it. He said, listen, I'm going to give you all my gifts. I want to transfer this to you because I don't need it anymore. And he gave me all his gifts. And I'm telling you, things started happening for me. Way more accuracy on things. So, see, he gave me his gifts. But, see, I mean, it was all a big joke growing up. I didn't think it was anything serious. But, see, I lost my mom at 15. So, see, I was very young when I lost my mom. So, uh, she never really, you know, brought out that information about, you know, I always thought it was a big joke, but it really wasn't a joke. And as I look back, she actually was accurate on things, but I didn't, I had really the bad shakes tonight. Sorry, but I'm shaking like really nervous here or something. It's really crazy. Um, but, um, yeah, it's really, really, really weird, but it was amazing growing up because there were so many spirits around us, always around us because of my mom was so gifted. Right. And that's exact. she could see spirits. See, I can't see actual spirits. I see them in my mind's eye, and I can't actually look and say, okay, there's a ghost over in the corner. That doesn't happen for me. Uh, So, see, she could actually see them. So she was way more strong, but she kept it in. She had a really rough life growing up uh, and being married and stuff. She had a really hard time. And I think the spirits helped her uh, to take the pain and the suffering and and somebody to communicate when she was all alone, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. But no, they never really, really brought that. You know, I went the next step. and I started getting my gifts, I went the next step. I, I wanted to find out more about it. I wanted to research it. I wanted to actually go on boards and read people. And that's how I started reading people all over the country. on all these reading boards on Unexplained Mysteries and Ghost Places. These are all forms, paranormal and psychic forms. So I started going on there. I just started practicing, you know, and I actually just... Wanted to learn as much as possible, and people were so kind to me. Rarely did I have people say, hey, man, you're you're, yeah, you're, you're an idiot, man, you, you know, it's stupid, you know? But yeah. no, They rarely did it. They all gave me really good, positive feedback. And I'm telling you, I was on a mission, and I was so excited. But I'll tell you what, I had so many addictions to ghosts, paranormal, EVPs, reading people. Man, I'm telling you my life was consumed all the time with this stuff going on. And I was actually ignoring my family so much because I was so involved with helping so many people that I actually was not helping my own family, which is really hard, you know. And I've sure. learned many, many problems that I caused my family. And, you know, and it's there, and the pain is still there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's probably always going to be there because... I didn't put them priority when I should have put them priority. But if I would have put them priority and pushed this back, this might not have ever happened with my gifts opening up and coming forth. So,
1: okay, now let me ask you this. You know, I I know this may might seem a little impromptu, but you know, like I said, I have a very vested interest in the um, in psychic ability, and. Now I know that you said that you were going to read for us, or possibly f- for people tonight. Correct? Yes. Okay. Now I don't n- normally do this, and Chuck, if this is o- do you think that this is okay with you? If maybe Rick could tell me a little bit of something about myself? Is that sure. okay? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm interested to see how this goes. Rick, what do you need to know from me? Do you need to know like a birthday, place of birth, or what?
4: So do you want me to read you? Yes. Okay. Um, I usually, uh, I was going to do impress me. loved ones. Do you have any loved ones that are past? Yes, I or do. Or do you want me to read you? Um, so, yeah, I'm more zoned in past loved ones right now. That's what i am actually been doing for the last two years. Okay. I actually have not read many people lately. Okay. I've actually read their loved ones that's passed away. That's okay. what I've been zoning in on right now. Do you have an actual individual that actually passed away?
1: Uh, I have, um, several, but one is very important to me.
4: Okay. Yeah, you- I go by first names only. So if you want to give me a first name, I can start, try to zone in and see what I can pick up.
1: Okay, great. Um, I hope that this is okay. This isn't, you know, this is like, it, okay it's no big
4: deal. Now what I, I'm going to explain to you what I do. Okay. Okay. I see, hear, and feel. So okay. what happen once I get the name, I will start offering you stuff that's <laughs> coming to me. Um, And the thing is about this, when I do a reading, though, I have a tendency to pick up other people and their energies because that's just how it is. I might be reading you, and some stuff might not be hitting. The next thing you know, they're hitting somebody else in the chat room or something. That's how it usually happens. I pull a lot of energy in, and a lot of it's coming to me. So go ahead and give me the name. We'll go from that point. Gladys. Gladys. I love that name because I actually have a relative named Gladys, okay? Okay. Um, as soon as you said that to me, honestly I actually lost my breath. It was okay. really weird because it seemed like it took a – like like I actually lost my breath right away, you know what I mean?
5: Mm-hmm. So it was
4: really, really kinda kinda freaked me out there, took my breath away. Uh so let me see what I can pick up from Gladys, okay? Um, first of all, um the first thing that came to me was actually like um either like wind chimes or something to do with chimes. Okay? okay. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the first thing that came to me now. Let me see what else comes to me. Uh, I'm getting something. Uh, I'm getting information. Now, whenever I do this, I pick up stuff. It could be connected to you too, but I'm, what I'm getting actually is something about the neck. Uh, I'm actually feeling uh, something about the neck that's actually being brought to me. Um, okay. And I keep hearing talk about the little ones, uh, which I'm assuming are kids, the yeah. little ones. Uh, so that information is being brought to me. Now, let me see what else is coming through here. Um, I'm actually being shown an actual letter. Uh, I don't know why this, but I actually was shown an actual letter with some writing on it. So that's meaning that there's actually either a letter there are, or a letter that's of importance. Um, mm-hmm. That was actually brought to me. Uh, let me see. Um, I, I'm hearing, this is kind of weird, but I'm hearing camouflage. Now camouflage is bringing rock to me because see sometimes the energies will tell me stuff that might be connected to you that you might actually are interested in camouflage or wear camouflage. Mm -hmm. Um, So let me keep going here. Um, I'm actually she's she's actually telling me something about a warning. So something actually there's a warning coming. Uh, Either um, you need to be paying attention to something. Okay. uh, Something's actually uh, going to be coming up here. It's like Mm -hmm. a warning, giving you a warning to pay attention. Um, now let me see here. Do you you know, do you you know a Candace? I'm hearing a Candace is the name is being brought to me. Candace, which is kind of an interesting name. Candace,
1: Um, Candace I can't think of anything like that at the moment. But that doesn't mean that that's not like, you know, an ancestor or something like
4: that. Right. Um, and I'm being brought attention to the hands. Um, like I'm seeing the hands, like either they were really, really, um, what is it called when you have like arthritis or a shakiness with your hands? Okay. Um, something to do with the hands. I'm seeing the hands and, and they're, they're like moving, like kind uh, of, like nervousy or something. Right. Um, okay. Um, let me see what else is coming through. Hello. I'm here. I'm just trying to get in here. Okay. And then another name is brought to me that is actually shown to me is Tony. Uh, Another name was brought to me was Tony. And um, it's really weird because I keep seeing white, like uh, white. And now my ears are burning. Uh, It means somebody loved to either talk or talk about you. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of talk is my ears are burning which is very rare to get my ears burning uh, uh, and that's usually a sign that somebody's talking about you when you have your ears burning right um, and uh, I'm seeing something uh which is kind of interesting uh something about building or uh making something with building uh more like um it's like a, a like a structure or something like working on something like building something Uh, I'm being shown that, like, start here, and and, then this is part here, and then build this part here, kind of like in a building uh, situation, something's growing, uh, like a building, like building a building or something. I don't know why I'm being shown that. Uh, Maybe this is a job or something I'm being shown. Um, And um, I'm I'm hearing loopholes, like find the loopholes. Like, you know, you have to actually find a loophole, uh, I guess, and I guess some people know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm getting another name that keeps coming through, and this name is Arnie. Arnie. Uh, Arnie. sounds Arnie, yeah. Um, okay. And,
5: uh,
4: and I'm hearing bachelor. And I don't know why I'm being brought in bachelor, but uh, I'm hearing the word bachelor brought to me. These are actual audios that I'm hearing, and I keep seeing this cat come up. There's a cat that keeps coming to me for some reason. Okay. Um, I'm being shown a cat and um, and i see a person very very weak getting up like very either very very sick or very very weak but they can't get up they don't have enough strength to get up whoever okay. this is i'm just seeing this okay
1: no that does that that does have some meaning to me
4: okay, okay.
1: so does, so do, so did the hands the hands had meaning to me as well
4: okay okay then okay. i'm telling you my ears are on fire for some reason um, I don't know why that is, but they're really burning. Um, okay. let me see what else we can get here. Um, is, uh, I'm getting something about something running out of time. You have to do something before it runs out of time. Does that make any sense to you? Because
1: um, yeah, actually that does make a lot of sense to me.
4: <laughs> okay. That, that does. And, and that's what I'm seeing, you know, give me that information. Um, so, um. And, um,
1: well, yeah, who, is gla- who is Gladys to me?
4: Who is Gladys to you? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, I don't know if I can get that. See, I have to actually be shown that. So whenever somebody asks me a question, it doesn't flow that way. So, um, uh, But it has to be somebody close, because I keep hearing caring, caring, like caring, caring. So it's got to be a close, close person to you. Um, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm actually getting. Uh, I don't actually get, like, well, it's your wife or your daughter or something, because, you know, it's brought to me, then I'll give it to you. But if it isn't brought to me, I can't give it to you. Okay. Uh, so i be honest with you. But uh, this obviously has to be something. Um, I'm actually seeing a younger person now come in the picture, a younger female. Mm-hmm.
5: Um,
4: this is who I'm seeing now.
5: And um, I'm, I'm seeing kind of long hair. Okay.
4: Um uh, that's what's actually being shown to me, but see, I can't see faces okay. I, you know, I'll see an image, and I have to kind of try to understand it but there's something weird about belts. why do I keep seeing belts with belt holes or belts but and you know, i kept I kept seeing belts uh, for some reason, um like a favorite belt or or something okay. like that um okay. but that's 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 exactly what what i do i I just offer this information I, you know it sounds like some stuff made sense to you.
1: Yeah, actually it did. Um, with Gladys, Gladys was my grandmother. She died back in 1987. Um, I loved her hands. There was, there was something about her hands that, um, that I loved. They were very, um, they were very warm to the touch. Um, she was a very warm hearted person. Um, the belt thing, don't know, don't know anybody named Arnie. Um, Mm -hmm let me think what was the there was the the building thing um i am you know trying to build um uh, a name for myself i mean i'm not going to lie about that and um was, hang on a second there's some other stuff that fits you too like a, yeah uh you know, you yeah know what I'm saying? i don't want, yeah.
2: i don't want to say that but there was a, there was a bunch that that he said that kind of fit something you and i talked about earlier i don't say it on air but you yeah know no what I mean? uh, that,
1: yeah no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, there's there's a lot of personal stuff that's going on in, in in my life right now with my family, and there definitely are loopholes that are involved with it, especially when it is concerning my mom. So you did hit you did you did hit a few things. So mm-hmm. congratulations, you have Thank officially you. impressed me, and that's <laughs> that's not an easy thing to do, Rick. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much you're quite welcome so okay so thank you for the reading and um you like i said you did hit a few things that were really um that were really that
4: meant something uh,
1: that meant something to me especially with the hands with my grandmother's hands and they i used to i loved my grandmother's hands i used to play with them quite a bit but they were hands like mine they were very dry and very rough and uh so that's probably what you were getting with that as well. So okay, let's let's get back to the interview. Um, you're kind of blowing me away for a second. So Chuck, I'm going to give it to you for just for just a minute. So ask away because I need to like uh, get my thoughts back
2: here. <laughs> sure, no problem. Right, Hi Rick, great. how you doing?
1: Good. Hey, how you doing? doing good. <laughs> good, man.
2: Hey, hey. Um, so I got a question for you. Um, Okay, I was reading your bio about your book and everything, um, how you had uh, got obsessed with the paranormal, and you know everything was kind of like, I don't know, a better word, falling apart or whatever. Um, where are you at now, as far I mean, besides your gifts that you have, where are you at now as far as the paranormal? Do you still investigate? If you investigate, do you investigate with the team? I mean, what's your situation right now?
4: I'm basically uh, I'm not doing much at all with that. Um, you know, I, it took the two years to actually write the book. I actually did the paranormal for two years, then I wrote the book, and then I started getting into readings. But actually, I've only done one investigation in the last uh, five years, and I did that in Post Town, uh School in Ohio.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went
4: down there and did research with uh, Mitzi and, and Sherry. They're my admin, and uh, Dave at Appert. If I can't even speak I'm Sorry. Um, That's
5: okay.
4: And uh, and I, I worked. I went with them, and um, it was really a, a great experience. I Had a great time. I actually I walked there. We actually could hear the actual sp- the spirits of the children talking. I mean, it was as clear as day. It was amazing. And the experience was unbelievable. I walked through there and just gave all my information. What I was seeing, hearing, and feeling. And uh, whenever I got done, uh, Teresa Lynch uh, was actually the one that actually runs it out there. And it was just amazing because, you know, she took me outside, and when we started talking, we walked around the building. And then uh, she said, listen, this is what happened. I said, don't tell me, you know. And all of a sudden, boom, I just started giving her this information. She said she was going to hold it from me. But it was almost like I read her mind, she said, which Mm is really, really cool. So I gave her the information. uh, And it was just an amazing experience uh, to go there. I had a great time. Uh, mm-hmm. So actually, I would want to actually do this. I want to actually go out to places because I pick up things instantly as soon as I walk in the building. I don't even have to walk. I just need the name of the place or something or a picture. I just pick it up instantly. It starts coming to me. So that's what I want to do. I want to actually go out and help people if I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go on these investigations and, and offer what I see, here and feel because it's usually really, really accurate. Uh, which is really cool for an actual teen that actually walks in there, or for a client will say, "Oh my goodness, how do they know this stuff?" Because I actually pick up more than just what's going on there. I can actually pick up their thoughts. I actually, at times, feel like I can actually read a person's mind. Um, that's what I actually do. Sometimes I feel. So it's it's really a, an exciting thing to actually go out and do this stuff. But you know, I just don't have the time right now, and I'm trying to make that time. Uh, but it's kind of hard because I got to work, man. I got four kids and a wife, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 No, I hear you. Can't <laughs> yeah, just run out
4: there and do what I want to do, you know?
2: Yeah, I understand that hundred percent. So you, so you know, you like it, but you just right now you're so busy, you just can't find the balance to do it. Is what you're saying?
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, I um, wrote the book, I got a blog going on, and I'm just really, really, really busy. You know, I, I read here and there whenever I get time, um, but you know, I work sixty, seventy hours a week at my job. Uh, yeah. So that puts me at no time at all to do much at all of anything because I have four kids, and they're young kids, so I need to actually be there for them too.
1: And I learned that lesson, I
4: have to be there for them. I can't play this, you know, be there whenever I want to be. I right. actually have to be there every day.
2: Yeah, that was my that was going to be my other question, is how are you doing with your family now and friends and such, you know, since uh, you've kind of realized that it was kind of becoming more of an obsession than a passion. Um, everything's I mean, going good in, as far as that end of it?
4: Yeah, everything's is doing better, you know. I'm still um, with the blog and stuff. I'm still kind of in that obsessive mode because I want to be there and I want to answer questions and I want to greet people and you know I want to put as much energy in it and it's growing. I mean, I got over four thousand people right now on the group. It's only been out there like three months, so it's growing and it keeps growing every day, which is a great thing because you know I don't I don't actually ignore people if I can't, you know, if if I I try not to ignore people, basically. So if somebody sends me a text or a PM or something, I try my best to respond back to them. You know, and that's the key, you know. If I can communicate with all these people, they will actually communicate back with me, and I can actually grow friends and have a great time. And that's exactly what I do. I don't ignore people. If somebody sends me a PM, I try my best to answer them their question or help them in any way I can.
5: And Mm -hmm. That's That's
4: awesome. to have somebody out there. So um and and that's why I think my blog is growing because we have great people, we work hard and we help as many people as we can. And if it's just not your normal thing where you can put a question up there and everybody ignores it. We actually right. come in there and we all try to help.
2: Uh I have a question uh in chat if you don't mind me asking from Chad. Um yeah. he's asking, uh, do you have a spirit guide? And if so does he or do you know who it is or do you have, does, does that, you know, like a lot of pe- mediums or psychics have a spirit guide, do you have one and do you know who it is if you do?
4: Well, I'll tell you what, you know, I did so many research on missing people and it's really weird because it shifted right to the screen because, and and the name always came up was Dave. Okay, this Dave. Dave came up all the time. And all my research on every case I worked on was Dave. I couldn't figure out the name. And all of a sudden, I looked on the screen, and guess what's on the screen? Dave. Uh, so, see, <laughs> that's right there showing me that actually my spirit guide's name is Dave, which is really weird because I, and over the time, you know, I, I really don't ever see them. Mm-hmm. I ask for their guidance. When I do a reading, I'll ask. God to help me, and then I'll ask my spirit guide and guardian angels to come in and help me too, so that's what I do i've never met my spirit guide, mm-hmm. uh, you know sometimes okay. they can take this journey and see their spirit guide and hang out with them i've never done that. you know I just know they're there, just mm-hmm. like I know God's there, and that's it, but I ask them for my ask them for their guidance, and that's exactly what I do, and I usually get it
1: now, Rick, you know you were talking a little bit about going to post town. I've heard a lot of bad things about Post Town, man. I mean, I've heard that there is that there's a lot of trickery that goes on in the place. I've never been there, obviously. I can only say what I've heard. What was it that you? What what, what exactly is it that you experienced there? Because I've heard that it's really haunted, and I've heard that there's just a lot of shenanigans that happen there.
4: Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, see, I did a pre-read before I even went to the place.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, I did a pre-read. when I would see here and feel. And I'm telling you, 99% of it was right on target. Uh, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen everything that happened in my mind before I got there. And whenever I got there, I'm telling you, everything that I felt. I've seen this gentleman
5: mm-hmm. that
4: actually, I've seen him actually holding this uh, young girl. I've seen him holding her, would not release her from the building. Uh, and, and I've seen this other boy that was there. So, I, I mean, I've seen these energies. I see how they acted, I've seen their temper. But I never felt anything evil. Uh I just felt that there was an angry teacher or something there that I did not want to let this girl go. And that's the, that's the only thing that I felt that was really bad was he did not want to let her go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I don't know if she was trying to go to the light, but, you know, I've never seen a spiritual light. I tried once, and, and, I, and it was really weird because the light went out whenever I tried. Did I do it? I don't know. I never got any confirmation. You know, I don't know. But I've never actually been able to do that. Uh, Some people say they can do that, but, you know, I didn't really feel anything bad, really bad there. Just this one guy was overpowering this young kid, and that's the young girl that actually fell uh, to her death. Uh, I'm assuming that's exactly what happened in the story uh, that uh, was going on there. But I'll tell you what, it was an amazing place. And the kids, I'm telling you, I could hear them clear out of my ears. That's how clear it was. We could sit down in the middle of this hallway, and they would be down there talking and having a good old time. And you can just sit and hear it. Man, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I've been in a few other places like that, too. So, to me, the place is haunted. Yeah. I don't think it's haunted. I don't think it's no shanigans. Uh, whenever I walked in there, I felt a lot of things. And whenever I even walked outside, I felt a lot of things. So, yeah, I definitely I had the images of... And I still have images of what's going on right now with that place. I did a read for Teresa lynch i did a read for her and i'm telling you i was picking up the school it it, it was it's on her mind because she lives there you know what i mean it's interesting so uh but yeah the stuff i was picking up was actually connected to her and actually stuff that about the actual post town. so i would say yes the place is haunted i just wish that i could actually uh i went there i drove all day to get out there i went there did the investigation and drove another eight hours back so i left at like one in the morning and got home about eight in the morning man i It was like boom, boom, boom. I'm
1: I'm a hyper person, but boy, that was the roughest trip I've had in a long time. Yeah.
2: But you know, but yeah, I loved the place. I thought it was cool. Oh, Chuck, please go ahead. No, okay. I was just going to say, all right, when you're when you're talking a lot, I notice, and a lot of people do this, and and I'm not a a psychic or a medium or anything like that, so I'm kind of a layman guy. So I'm going to ask this question. Um, You say you can see things, feel things, hear things, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess my question would be. Can you communicate to them? Can you talk to them? Can they talk back to you? Like, in, Sort of like in real time, can you converse? Or is it just something where you're just kind of like watching through a viewfinder versus participating? Yeah, I don't
4: actually say, uh, okay, Larry, uh, what, what do you got for me? No, I don't do that. <laughs> uh, I okay. just sit here, relax, and they offer the information to me. I see it, they offer it, I give it to whoever it needs to go to. That's okay, so... Work.
2: So, so, But have you ever tried to do that? Have you ever tried to to talk back to him? Have you ever tried to ask them a well, question? I, I did
4: that through my whole book. <laughs> my whole book's about talking to spirits. Okay. Um, and you know, the thing is, I, I talked to them. I actually at one part in my book. I, I was walking out of the house, and I said, thank you. And I honestly heard, you're welcome. Uh, and I actually had that on the recorder, which is kind of cool. cool uh,
5: huh? So,
4: yeah, they actually, it got to a point where, you know, I gave them so much time that they actually started trusting me they started actually saying words to me that I could actually mm-hmm. hear. But it's very rare that I actually hear an actual voice out of my mind's eye. You know what I mean? Okay. Sure. Yeah, I do right. really hear it like that. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just going no. no. Go ahead. Oh, sorry.
1: I, I didn't mean... I was just like taking a breath. I, I didn't mean oh, it. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, and,
4: and that's the thing. But, you know, the thing is, it's like I hear the stuff, but it's it's like, It's really weird. It's kind of like a deaf voice coming to me whenever I hear it. So instead of like, we're talking right now, it's like, I will hear it, but at a very, very low volume. But I'll be able to hear it, but at a low volume. And and why I hear that low volume is because I had Bell Palsy. And that Bell Palsy introduced something different in my ear where I could hear better. And that's how I can actually listen to people's audios. And they're EVPs, and they'll, they'll, hear, they'll hear an EVP, but they won't hear the whole EVP. They only hear the parts that they hearing can hear because they're not hearing at my level. I actually was hearing at 38 years old in my right ear and at 9 years old in my left ear because of the Bell Palsy. And I tested okay. that on a computer program with my son, and we tested it, and he would listen. He was nine years old, and boom, he was hearing it, and boom, I was hearing it on my left ear and my right ear, I couldn't hear nothing until I got more at my age, which is kind of cool. But see, that's why when people send an EVP to me, they'll hear, like, uh, down the road, and I'll hear, uh, you know, they killed the girl and dragged her down the road. You know what I mean? So I'm mm-hmm. hearing more to the EVP that they're not even hearing because they can't hear that low.
1: Well. Now, with, with these abilities, you say that they run in your family. Have your kids shown any, um, any acumen? towards this yet?
4: Oh, you mean like any gifts? Yeah. Yeah, my son, well, actually, all my kids have, at their young age, saw spirits. Mm -hmm. Uh, My son in the backyard came in and said, Mom, there's somebody in the back. He's got a hat on. He's got a shirt on. So see, he was seeing spirits right off the bat. My daughter has an ability to hear. She actually could hear. Uh, No, 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 no. No, not hear. She has the ability to smell. She can smell very far away so we'll be driving in the car we're going down the expressway and all of a sudden she'll say mmm I smell a hamburger it's really weird and next thing you know we turn around the corner and boom there's the hamburger smell coming in the car which is really weird because she smelled it a long time ago you know Kay. what I mean so yeah. she had this ability to smell she can smell things. she'd be out the, uh, on a swing set in the back and she'd be smelling Ma's making brownies she'd say I smell the brownie I'm like what I don't smell nothing One <laughs> am there Ma's making brownies so yeah. you know what I mean So, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. They do have it, but, you know, they kind of like, with what's been going on with me, they're laid back, and they don't really connect with it. They don't really want it because I really was so obsessed that my son, my poor son, put a note on the door and said, Dad, I don't want you in here. That's how sad it was because I was so obsessed, and I just, every word came out was ghosts and spirits. I got to go on a hunt. I got to do this. Boom, boom, boom! The next thing you know, everybody was just getting to the point
1: where they were sick of me, and they yeah. didn't want to even be around me. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely one of those kind of things. I mean, Chuck and I—we've both been in the field for a you know a very long time. I would say that between me and Chuck, we probably have like over fifty years worth of experience in this field, and um, well, that's a lot. even yeah even mm-hmm. after you know many years of doing this it's still i'm not going to use the term obsession but it, it is still very much a passion yes oh yeah uh, yeah so i think with that what we're going to do is, is we're going to take a break but f- first rick from what i understand that we are go- you have some evps uh for us to listen to and i am an evp junkie now usually when karen's here we play the game uh but since she's not here i you know um, we're, we're not going to play the game. We're just going to listen to the EVPs, and then we're going to discuss them: where they were caught, how they were caught, um, the, the investigation. And um, so, what we're going to do is we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll be talking to Rick uh, with uh, Rick Wade some more, the author of My Paranormal Journey: One Man's Obsession. Um, we'll be listening to some EVPs. So this is Paranormal Underground Radio at HazyRadio.com, and uh, stick around. And when we come back, we got some EVPs.
0: Hi, this is Cheryl Knight, editor for Paranormal Underground Magazine.
2: And I'm Chad Wilson, Paranormal Underground Magazine's
0: publisher. Every month, Paranormal Underground Magazine explores the unexplained by examining topics that range from haunted sites to ufology to cryptozoology. We also spotlight investigators and researchers who continue to pave the way in a field that seeks to answer some of life's most complex questions. If you want to read about topics like psychic phenomena, demonology, conspiracy theories, crystals and herbology, and much, much more, visit ParanormalUnderground.net and start exploring the unexplained today. Visit us today at ParanormalUnderground.net and get a 12-month digital subscription for 15% off the cover price.
4: This
2: weekend, Un- plug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org.
1: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the I Council.
4: This is Hazy, and you're listening to the Hazy Z Radio Network. Hey,
1: everybody! Welcome back to Paranormal Underground Radio at HazyRadio.com. We are your hosts, Rick and Chuck. Uh, for the first 45 minutes of the show, we've been having a fascinating conversation with author, paranormal investigator, and medium Rick Wade. Yes, uh, Rick, yes, we have. Thank you so much, Rick, for uh, you know sticking around for another segment. Hey, no
4: problem. I'm enjoying it. 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I said, man, sorry for putting you on that spot there, but dude, you definitely hit quite a few things nail on the head. So, thank you you, imp- you. You, imp- right. you 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 have imp- you have officially impressed me and that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. So <laughs> So here's what we're going to do. We have you have some EVP's for us mm-hmm. to listen to. And uh what I want to well, I think what Chuck and I both want to do is and as well as our listeners, we want to get really in depth with these EVP's. So usually what we do is is Cheryl will play the EVPs. She'll play them twice. We try to kind of figure out what it is that they say, and then we discuss it. So, sure. is that cool with you? Okay. Um, Cheryl, which, do, do we have one that's ready to go?
0: We do, and actually, I'm going to play these right off Rick's book website. Um, so, okay. if our listeners want to listen to them again, they can go to myparanormaljourney.com, click on the evidence, and then the Audio link, and then they can listen to them again later. I'm not sure. Usually, our broadcaster—it's um, hard to hear these over the air. Um, it's really better if you're sitting with your own headphones and you're and you're not having. It's not having to go through our, you know, our system, and it kind of dilutes the quality. But we're going to give it our best shot. And um, the first one I'm going to play. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it says yet, um, but we will l- take a listen and see what happens. Cool. And let me just... Fantastic. I'm going to turn up the uh, I am ready. volume here and see if I can make that any louder.
1: Play that funky music. <laughs> alert, <girl. laughs> Sorry. Okay.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Could you even hear that? I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> I couldn't even hear that. I heard Uh Yeah.
4: I heard it, but go ahead. Again, you well, you took it. it? Well, you already know. Come, <laughs> come on. on, man. Come on, Let
0: me t- man. Come on. This is a random A P P, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try this again. Let's try it again. If you could have headphones, go ahead and turn them up. See, see if you can hear them. Any better?
2: I, I. I you know, it sounds like maybe a DJ doing that.
4: That's all I can hear.
0: Well, Rick. Rick, you know what this is. Do you want to tell Rick and Chuck
4: about it? Actually, you need to play it again. Could, I couldn't hear it that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs>
0: sure. Well, I thought you said you I'll knew cl- it already. Hey, let me put it
4: on the left ear. The, <laughs> the one I can hear.
0: I'll I'll play it one more time, and then I'll tell you what, what, what it says. Here it goes. Okay. Okay. So, in this EVP, it says, Can you see the license... And then there's a break, and then it says, "God help them."
2: Okay, I heard something okay, like the light, but that's all I could hear out of it. Yeah,
1: I could, I could, I could make out that it was definitely a voice speaking, but I couldn't yes. make out what it was saying.
4: Okay, yeah. now play it for him. Here we go.
2: Yes, now I can okay. hear
1: it. Yeah, now I definitely hear that. So, Rick, wh- where was this EVP taken, and what were the what were the circumstances?
4: Well, actually, this EVP was taken on an actual uh, missing person, young girl's case. I was actually in the vehicle with the actual babysitter and the Mm -hmm. best friend, and we were driving actually right um, going up the road where she actually lived, and that EVP came as we was going up the road, um, so before we even got to the house. So uh, And it's kind of interesting because it's talking about a license. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, like a,
2: like, a, like, a, like a clue to what was what you were looking a clue, for. A actually yeah. the case, mm-hmm.
4: yes. And I actually had more EVPs. I had so many EVPs at this house, it was crazy. Uh, so there's definitely, uh, when I first actually, in my book, you can actually see when I went there, as soon as I walked in the house, there was another EVP that came on right off the bat that blew the actual babysitter away. She actually fell back on the couch because she heard it first and it blew her away. Because he heard it
1: Thursday, okay. day. And that's now, very... Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Please proceed. Go ahead. I was just going to say, with this, uh, this EVP, now, do you think that this spirit just happens to live along this road? Or was it with you?
4: Well, see, that's the thing. I get different voices all the time. I think it's the actual area when I'm okay. picking it up. Um, that's exactly where I think. Uh, no matter where i'm at and i don't I don't think the actual spirit was with me at the time because I got all kinds of different voices i don't know I don't think they all were around me that many people um uh, but I think it was just for the area there was a connection to the area where I was driving, and I know exactly where that area is, and I think there was an actual accident i didn't uh, get more information, but I think there was an actual accident that happened there at one time, right where I got that e v p so it might have been connected. To the actual accident that was there, okay. and I just didn't understand the EVP and where to do with what to do with it. But I know the other EVP, another EVP, as he we was driving up there, it, it, the EVP says everything to the left, which is weird because we're driving and her house is on the left. So oh. the spirits for me everything to the left, and that's exactly right when we we're driving right in front of her house, and I didn't know which house, was her house, because nobody told me. It was my first time. And everything wants it a lot. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Kind
1: of cool. Very cool. We got
4: more EVPs. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cheryl, uh, let's uh, play another one. Okay,
0: here we go. That's
1: <laughs> I hear, like, a young girl crying.
2: Yeah, I heard a high voice and then uh, a deeper voice. Was the high voice the EVP, or was it, were they both... Uh-
0: I think the high voice was the EVP and the the other voice was Rick. Okay. Can let me play, play it again? Yeah, let me play it again.
1: That's <laughs> Yeah, definitely that's a
2: girl that crying. Like yeah. I, I, I thought I heard speech like come over or something. I don't know.
4: He's moaning like in pain or something. Hmm. Well,
0: it's funny because this EVP is labeled female moan and then the words come over.
2: Thank you. That's so okay. let, let me play it. Come over, yeah.
0: Let me play over. Let, let me play it one more time. Then Rick can tell us about this one. That's
4: mm-hmm.
2: oh, scary. so you can
4: hear? the voice is saying "come over." Yeah,
2: it says "come over." You can hear it say "come okay.
4: over." Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, see, this one actually was an actual in one of the houses I actually researched. Uh, this voice and what it was is I actually was there with an actual investigator which was interesting was I brought him and he was the founder of the actual uh, um, team and I went in there with him alone okay and then we did some research for like, about five minutes and then we came out and got the rest of the crew which was females and, and male males and then we came back in there and then what I did is I ended up taking this EVP and I sent this to their EVP specialist because he was their you know the top dog um, so I sent him the voices and I said, here they are, here's the actual EVP." He said, no, those are the girls that were there. I said, okay, okay. So I ended up sending him the whole EVP with me and the founder only talking. And yeah, there were girls there, but they were female spirits there that were talking. And then he never actually communicated with me again because he always, always thought my stuff was fake. Which is really crazy because, you know, we're supposed to be here working as a team because I was on the team. Mm -hmm. But I was always pushed aside, like you know, this guy, this guy's a joke. So that's how they treat me, like. Right
1: now, you know what? And it's interesting that you say that because that does seem to be like a made. Well, not so much anymore, but for the first few years at the whole new paranormal boom, it seemed very much uh, in fashion to marginalize psychics. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Though I mean, it just uh, it seemed that you know everybody was like, "Oh, hey, you got psychic ability? <laughs> that's funny." Now get out of my way because I got a you know 15 EMF detector strapped to me right now, and that's you know that's what really counts.
2: Yeah, and I don't understand that either.
4: EVPs though, these are EVPs though. I mean, see, EVPs should have been noticed. See, even later on, they started getting EVPs, and they still would never put any of my EVPs on their actual site, and that's you know I, I came back and forth in my book through this uh, to this paranormal group. But they always, no matter what, just never believed any of my evidence. The videos, yeah. the audio, and it was really sad because, you know, they actually, the hus- the wife to the actual EVP specialist was a medium. So she was the medium on the team. And everybody followed her, you know what I mean, and put yeah. Rick aside.
2: You know, and, that's that's the, it was. and that doesn't make any sense either because, you know, I'm a paranormal investigator and, um, you know, I mean, paranormal investigators as a whole... We're looking into spirits, entities, things we can't see. We have to kind of, you know, a lot of the stuff has to go on faith or belief or your passion or whatever. So how can then they turn around as being that kind of a person that, that, that's looking into things that are not seen by the naked eye or whatever? How can they go and say like a medium or a psychic or anybody else is not as valid as they are because they're doing the exact same thing only on a higher level because they actually can communicate with them versus us that, who can't. Doesn't exactly,
4: and, and you know the thing is, when I first started doing this, guys, and I will tell you, it was really interesting because I went with the team, and uh, I and they had their medium. They had two mediums there, um, mm-hmm. so I went there, and I was just the audio guy. You know, I, I wasn't a medium or psychic. You know, I really am you know, thinking anything about it. But when I went in there and I did my research, there was this medium in there. Her name was Lisa. And she was amazing, and I, I didn't, I was laughing at her, I, I thought she was a big joke. Actually, I thought she was a joke, I was like, you gotta be kidding, this guy is not coming on to you, this guy is not doing this to you, but she said this guy was coming on to her, really, and, and gave me the name, I, I I can't remember the name, Frank or something, but gave me the name Frank, and next thing you know, when I started listening to my audio that night, boy, I'm telling you, I got this guy talking, his name, said he said his name was Frank, and he, he said, yeah, I want you, baby, and oh yeah, I'm gonna take you home, and I'm telling you, it was really, really happening. So from that point on, I actually believed this was real. And then they showed me these actual meetings were actual meetings on the team because they actually brought to light information that they had no clue about, and I know it happened to me. So, see, I started believing in them, and that was just part of my process to actually be where I'm at now. I had to start believing and I had to start understanding. And, you know, another thing, I watched Sylvia Brown's show, and uh, I actually was supposed to have been on her show, which is kind of cool, but um, I ended up canceling for some uh, certain reasons. But I actually, uh, she said on her show, said, if you really want to be psychic, and this is what she said, if you want to be psychic, say it to yourself every day a hundred times. I want to be a psychic. I want to be a psychic. Do it for a year. I swear I did this for a year. I want to be a psychic. I want to be a psychic. I'd be darned if things didn't start happening for me. It's like hmm. you train your mind to do it and that's even in my training right now with my readings past life mind reading uh, you know picture reading whatever I train myself I believed in myself and I practice and I train and I kept saying over oh, I can do this I can do this and the next thing you know I was doing it so you but, know having faith in yourself is a big thing
1: Law of Attraction and all that of course mhm okay um, Cheryl uh, if we have another one uh, can you load it up and play yes here we go <laughs> Wait, what? I played that twice. What's that?
0: I just played it twice. Let me play it again. Oh, okay. You ready? Mm
2: hmm. I feel her, something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm feeling.
4: Is it a male or a female voice? Sounds female.
1: Female. Female, yeah.
4: Okay.
1: I feel her walking. walking.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm getting. I feel her walking.
0: Close.
4: Close. You're so close
2: close' the getting
1: I feel her walking yeah it's the you killer
0: wh- what walked? You
1: i it, it sounds like it said i feel her walking mm-hmm
4: close but so take okay. the f out and put a k in there
1: I, I kill her walking
4: the killer uh, killer walking
1: killer oh walking. oh oh okay you don't show play that again I'm
4: like Oh, okay. All right. Yep, I got yeah. that. This the time. Killer
2: walking here. Yeah. This is
4: cool. actually on a missing person case, the same young girl. She is telling me the killer walked. So in other words, she's saying to me that actually this guy was actually in their custody at one time and he walked free.
1: Oh, oh wow. that 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 happens so often. I mean look at the whole, you know, uh Velisca axe murder case. They they had the guy. They had him. Like dead to rights. I mean, they they had enough evidence against. I think it was the uh, the guy who was the he uh, was a traveling minister. I can't remember his name, and um, they let him go. Just mm-hmm. let him go. And it happens a lot. It happens quite a bit.
4: Exactly, definitely. But it's kind of interesting whenever you get these EVPs and you present these. See, I actually went down to the police station and I actually went to the sheriff's department. I said, "Listen, here's the EVPs. Here's the actual what's being said." listen to them, and, you know, I came back a couple weeks later, and they never even listened. I know they didn't, and uh, they said, listen, man, you know, if you have some proof that you actually can hear these spirits, you know, if you have some kind of medical proof, then we'll listen to you. Other than that, we really can't listen to you because, really, you know, we don't really believe in that stuff.
2: How how are you going to have medical proof?
4: Yeah. Sorry. Medical Uh, proof that I can hear spirits. How is that (laughs) (laughs) that going to happen?
2: Yeah, really. It was funny.
4: It was really funny, but, you know, I did this with a few police departments. I actually went to another police department, and what's really interesting, is I went to this graveyard, this young girl that actually was found in the graveyard, and I did the recording as I'm driving down the street because I do a lot of driving, and, and the spirit came on and said, um, a certain person kidnapped me, and you could hear it clear as day. So I actually played it for the actual uh, detective or the police department detective, and he said, "Listen, come down here Monday. We'll go check this out." So I came down here on Monday. I played it for him, but he—he he was an older guy, probably like seventy-five. And he actually—and I just seen a child spirit look at me on my like, actual uh, there, it's Really crazy. Uh, but anyways, he—he uh, he played. <laughs> he actually um, played and He said, "I can hear the syllable. I can hear the syllables here, but I can't understand." Well, you know, he was an old guy. He couldn't hear it. Uh, so he had this young detective female come in there, and she said, "Oh my goodness, I hear that clear as day." So I ended up going on every area where there was actually an investigation that was going on. They took me to all these places, let me do the recordings. And I took the recordings, I went back home, and I listened. I got 103 recordings of EVPs. I came wow. with names. I got information. I got. I, one of the EVPs said blood was in the hair. Okay? Blood was in the hair. Well, I sent this up back to the police department, and within a couple of days after that, guess what they're doing? They're going and doing DNA for all the males in the little town. They say, hey, you, you, know, you know, submit a sample. Do you mind submitting a sample? So see, they found DNA in that girl's hair. That's exactly what they found. They said they never found anything, but they found it. And the spirits were me. It. And I'll tell you, they told me a lot of stuff. And what's really weird is I got all these kid names, like it was something connected with these kids. Uh, and then I, and it was just really weird. I got uh, names of uh, the house, what, uh, the color of the house and stuff. It was really interesting stuff. But they never did get back with me. They never talked to me again. Blah, blah, so blah. Basically, you know, it's how how unfortunate.
2: Yeah, so basically, they'll listen to you, pretend like they're not listening to you, but actually listen to your information. They go ahead and utilize it to whatever they need to do, but they never admit to you or speak back to you, say, hey, thanks a lot, or anything. There you go. Never yeah.
4: ever did they call me again, or never dealt with me again.
2: That's, that's so wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so well, wonderful.
4: It's so wonderful.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it was like, a, you know, I think we were, we were saying on break, it's like, yeah, you know, on paper, it's like, yeah, you know, we don't believe in you, but, you know, we'll listen to you. So it's, I don't know, I, I think it's a hit or miss with people.
4: Well, you know, What's I it? worked with, uh, you ever heard of the Smiley Face Murders?
1: That actually sounds fairly, vaguely familiar to me, yeah. Wow. I, I heard, so, I heard.
4: What it is, is young kids are out at a bar scene or out with their friends and they end up drinking and they end up being, They end up walking off and disappearing, and they end up finding them drowned somewhere in a lake or a river or a pond. And that's how this started. And, and in the area, there's an actual painted smiley face where the actual killer left the smiley face. Mm-hmm. I actually worked on this uh, through some people, and I actually gave on 20 different individuals. I, I, they just gave me the name. That's all they did. And I would read them and give them all the information and I'm telling you it was a creepy situation. There were some unbelievable things going on, and there's still things going on and there's some really crazy stuff happening to people to these young guys and there's like and I think there're like seventy five right now that fit this category uh where where they're actually uh, you know found drowned and the information I was giving this guy he actually said he was an actual uh, person that worked on the case and he said to me, he said, "Listen, Rick, you know this is interesting about you the way you read I've never." met anybody like you that can read and this guy's a full-blown christian and he believes in god and everything and, and, and it's great you know he don't really believe in psychics and stuff like that but i tell you what i opened his eyes and whenever i opened his eyes he said listen man the stuff you're giving me it blows me away because it's actually stuff i think about actually the actual kid that actually disappeared the actual maybe the girlfriend that he knew Mm-hmm. or the mother, or the father, or the, the police that's actually researching it. So see, I'm getting information, bits and pieces, from everybody. So this information, he said, man, I've never seen anybody read like this, so I, I'm very impressed with you. And that's a, that's a beautiful thing to have, you know what I mean?
5: That's and, cool, and right? I could
4: work months on this stuff, guys. I wouldn't work one day. I would sit on that case and work three to four months. Mm-hmm. And, and I would put all my time on that one case, which is kind of
2: cool. Do you ever get, like, you know, I know you, you say the police, I mean, do you ever get, like, private investigators, has anybody come to you saying, hey, we want your help, or has it happened? Or
4: I'm hidden. I've been hidden. That's the thing. I mean, I've, I've been reading on sites and stuff, but nobody's ever came to me. Uh, only uh, I worked on, if I made myself pre- present presence on a case, then they would come and talk to me.
5: Mm-hmm. And I've worked mm-hmm. with some
4: detectives, but I'll tell you what, you know, um, nobody's ever come to me. Some guys, a lot of guys actually offer me jobs. They want me to go get my license, they want me to get a gun, they want me this, they want me to work with them and stuff. But, you know, I don't want to carry no guns because I'm crazy. No, I'm not I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I'm, not good I'm not good with guns because uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I mean, I mean, I I don't want a gun around me because I have young kids. And plus, I'm not really uh, responsible like that. You know, I'll just end up leaving it somewhere because I have so much in my mind. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, boom, you know, I don't want to deal with that. No, no, no. Sure.
1: Yeah, of course. No, that makes sense. Um, Cheryl, do we have another one that we can play?
0: Yeah, this one's interesting. Um, It goes along with a story in Rick's book. Um, I will play it, and you guys can tell me what you hear.
1: That was the one that we listened to before, right? Yeah, yeah that pl- was the train. I played yeah, it for you train. guys
0: earlier. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a you know we talked briefly about that, Rick, and it that that's a, it's a fascinating story. But uh, you know why don't you tell us about that and then we'll tell you what what you know what Chuck and I'll tell you what kind of like we hear. There's okay. there's uh, there's other things going on in that EVP. But okay. uh, you know let, tell us all
4: about it. Okay, so basically what it was. This is actually like. And I started getting AVPs and what happened is I, my sister, she actually found this old house and she was out doing a bicycle ride and she said, listen, it's over here. You gotta go check it out. There's some cool things in there. Go look at it. So I'm a pumped, excited, old abandoned house, you know, I'm excited. So I went, and it was a, a bicycle trail, uh, that actually used to be an old train track. Um, so I went there and, and as I'm driving by, it was kind of hidden there and I, I found it. So I went in there and I took my recorder and I laid it on the steps in this house and I left. And I came back. I said, honey, I need to go what, and get my recorder. I left it there. And she said, okay, no problem, you know. I'm not going to shoot you this time. But anyway, uh, so um, I ended up going there and I got the recorder and I took my video camera. And um, I'm videotaping and talking and stuff, you know. So I ended up going back. I got home and I actually started watching the video. And every time I asked a question, there was static, serious static on the video camera. I'm like, Wah! I'm like, what the heck? Every time I asked a question, it happened. So I mm-hmm. started listening to the audio the next day. I got this EVP, and this EVP come on, and it said, it said, give Anne a sedative, and then you can hear her body being shocked by, you know, the shocking of the body, and Mm -hmm. flopping on the box springs, and then another guy says, one and a half. Well, as I kept listening, I was blown away with that EVP, but as I kept listening, I said, oh my goodness, there's a train. There's a train Mm -hmm. on here. This is crazy. And the thing is, and I didn't, you know, I didn't pay attention, so I did research. That train was there, like probably, I think it's fifty years ago. The train was actually taken up, so there was no other train nowhere close to it. So I was picking up energy from that train fifty years ago. So go ahead, what you guys got?
1: Well, I, I think that you know, Chuck and I we kind of agreed on it that there are voices in yeah, yeah. this train, and in fact, near the end there, it almost sounds like somebody is making an announcement
2: yeah like they're saying something i mean plus the fact i mean for me the the, the noise is a train where it's like far away then it comes right up when it's super loud you can hear the clicking of the tracks and then as mm-hmm. it's going away but that at the end you can't hear what it, it sounds like someone's saying something i don't know what they're saying but it sounds like there's a voice there
4: yeah we well, you know what's interesting is i was just learning evps at the time so there probably was a lot of evps on there and i didn't even pay attention because uh, later on on that audio, I got another woman and a man talking upstairs, taking a girl upstairs. So there was a lot of activity at this place. Uh it was amazing. I had one of my actual videos of this place where the actual door, you know, I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden, this is actually, I had a lot of activity there going on there, and I kept going there for like a, over a month, man. It was pretty amazing. Every time I, I'd go there and sit down and just and, and around all these cobwebs and all these, you know, nasty area where the birds were going or the bats were there. I mean, it was just crazy, you know, dirty old place, you know, falling apart, holes in the floor. So I'm just sitting there trying to communicate. But, man, I'm telling you, it was really a very active place. And that's what made me who I was on these places because these people are there. Nobody comes and researches these places. Nobody comes and talks to these people that are there. They're just old abandoned places. Nobody even cares anymore. But I cared, and that's why all this activity was happening for me. But yeah, definitely, there was many voices. That's where I got the voice where I said, thank you. And that's where I actually had an actual crate. I was sitting on a crate, man. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting on a crate, and all of a sudden, boom, the crate breaks, and I fall to the ground. I know I have this video somewhere. I fall to the ground, and I, I was so freaked out because of it. I left, and I came back the next day, and the crate wasn't even in the room. It was in another room, and it wasn't even broke at all because it's plastic. You can't break it
2: what I fell to uh, the ground because the crate broke. Isn't that crazy? That, yeah, that's crazy. It says, it, it says in the chat room they want you to play the train thing one more time. Can you play it again, Cheryl? Sure. Thank you.
1: See, and that's that's, and it was right there, you mm-hmm. know. It's like, um, you, you Ch- Chuck and I having grown up in the city. I mean, we would take the the um, the L a lot, and yes. that's what it sounds like. It sounds like there is an announcement coming over a PA, or somebody is shouting an announcement. Yeah, that's what like- it sounds like to me.
2: Yeah, it's like intermixed with the train sound, so it's kinda hard to hear, but you can actually you can you can hear it. I mean yeah, I, I, know, I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You know, I have another audio it's probably forty five minute audio. I gotta find it. I got it somewhere on my computer here. But I'm telling you, this is another story it's in my book. I actually did this recording, I put my recorder at this another it was a schoolhouse and I left with my wife and kids and we did some work and I came back and picked it up forty five minutes later. On this recording you hear five trains start, finish. Start and like they coming, and then they're leaving. And I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, like there's no trains around here and you know, see they want to feed into it, you know, give me more, you know, stuff to blow my mind. But uh it was there. Five trains and when I, I did the research on it, the old train depot about five miles away actually they used the bricks from the old train depot and actually replaced these old school houses they were the same bricks made at the same time. So I actually was the energy from these bricks. They were actually replacing the old schoolhouse. And I'm telling you, I picked up the fine train. And what was so cool was, man, you could hear so many things. You could hear the whistle of the actual there. You can hear the steam. You can actually hear them walking in there. You can hear them working in there. Man, it's the most amazing EVP. You'll sit down and listen the whole 45 minutes. That's how cool wow. it is. It's really That's, amazing.
2: Is it on your site or yeah. that one on your site? Well, I got it
4: on my computer here somewhere because I actually found it. I actually got to figure out. My computer's really messed up right now. The memory went to crap. So I got to figure out how to get it, get it out, and, and get my memory back. But they're around; it's around here somewhere. I got to find it Cause, see, I had over ten thousand EVPs, and I was doing it. I was really obsessed, guys. Wow. I'm telling you, really bad. <laughs> I, I got to the point where I was getting thirty EVPs a minute. It was crazy. And I'm telling you, I'm out three or four hours. So look how many EVPs I was getting. I was stuck mm-hmm. listening to it all day long, and my whole life was taken over by that. But I'm telling you, I actually had, I got them somewhere around in my old computers here or something. I got to find them because. There's so many amazing Ps. I used to post these all over these ghost sites and stuff all over the place, and they were just blown away because they were so clear that you can hear these. They're very, very clear.
2: Hmm. That's that's cool.
1: That's brilliant.
2: Yeah, I would like to hear that one, that one for 45 minutes. I'd be interested to hear that one.
4: Definitely. I will find it. I'll see if I can find it because I'll tell you what. You'll sit there and you'll just be wow because you will be wow because there's so much information. And, and, and there might be so much more information because I was just starting, you know. Just learning it. So sure. there
1: might be a lot more information. Um Cheryl, do we have time uh for one more?
0: Yeah, sure. Um let me um let me play this one. This is interesting.
4: It's
0: rather low. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's the it's the voice that it, it, that happens first,
5: right?
0: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you okay, hear that okay. one, Rick? Yeah. I don't it's not coming mm. through too clearly. No. I know what it is. Yeah. know, I, I played one? this on yeah. my
4: blog. And <laughs> a lot of people got it.
0: Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So this one says do you guys want me to tell you what it says? Yeah, yeah I, couldn't, please. I couldn't hear anything. It's, yeah, it's rather low. Sorry about that. It says St. Peter, piece of me.
2: Oh. Okay. Let's... I'll play
0: it
1: again. Okay. It's Saint St. Peter, piece of him. Ah, okay. St. Peter, piece of him. Yeah, okay, I can, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah.
4: And the thing Sorry. was what's interesting about this This is actually my story, too. I actually was out at the Paranormal Group. Uh, we were going to go do some investigation, hang out, you know, shoot the crap. And he said, well, eh, go on in there, do your EVP, you know, whatever, go try You know, I said, listen, man, I'm really getting good at these EVPs, man. you got to listen to some of this stuff. So I went in the house, walked around, and I looked up at the Jesus picture that was there. There was a Jesus okay. picture. And that's where this, these EVP came. I said, Peter, uh, St. Peter, peace of him which is amazing because that's connecting to the Bible. You know and Peter Right here. the Bible. And I actually took this EVP to an actual another person that was in my book, too. And he told me, after we did our session, he actually read me. He was an actual uh, numerologist. And he read me and told me I had three past lives and blah, blah, blah and stuff. And he said to me, Rick, you are actually uh, one of the most talented people I've actually met. And the guy just met me. And But he knew that because he could actually read me. And I didn't know that because I was just learning, you know? I had no clue. Okay. But, um, yeah, so, and you know, I didn't have the confidence back then, but, you know, it's growing on me now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very cool. Um, Chad has a question in chat. Um, he wants to know, what about the EVPs that change?
4: Well, I'll tell you. This is the thing. See, this is why I got out of EVPs. Whenever I went to the police department... I had this man's name on here, kidnapping. He kidnapped me, okay, which is really cool. Uh, Whenever I went down there, it was there, clear as day. Well, when I went back home, the EVP ended up changing to something else and didn't even make any sense at all. So I couldn't understand it, see, because I was just learning, but I was getting angry because I would start going back and listening to other EVPs that said what they said, and then they changed. And I would actually play an EVP and talk to my sister, and as I played it, It would change every time I played it to something different. So I was blown away. I'm like, what's going on? This is really not going to be good. You know, if I work with the police department, I'm going to think I'm a Froot Loop because it's (laughs) changing so many times. So I ended up slowly getting out of the EVPs, but later on I met an actual EVP specialist. Now, this was an actual real EVP specialist, way better than I was hearing. And she told me that the EVP, you will hear it once, and you, it will actually change and give you more information to the story. So don't any of you play it in reverse. It will give you more information to the story. So what you've got to do when you have an EVP, you write down the info, EVP's information. Whatever it says, say, time went for a walk. And the next time it says, well, time went for a walk. Well, that's gone, but it says, and broke his hand. So you gotta you gotta actually put the stuff together, and that's exactly what you need to do. You write that stuff because they will continuously give you information if you're willing to learn and willing to listen, and that's exactly what's going on with EVPs. For me now, they will change on me maybe right after the first time I hear it, which kind of blows you away because you know and, yeah. and, and that and but it's more information on the case, and I know I proved that because. I went to a guy, and I did research with a guy, and I gave him the EVPs, and then I came back and gave him the new EVPs that it sounded like that's connected to. That's more information connected to the case. So that's what they're doing, and I didn't know it at the time.
2: So it's it's changing in, like, when you when you go and play the, the EVP or something, I'm assuming it's in a recorder. Are you saying it's changing in the recorder by itself?
4: I think, uh, yeah, it has to be because you're hearing it differently.
2: Right, well, that's what does I that mean? I, I, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around this because yeah, you know, I mean I do it. it is. It's
4: actually changing uh, for you, and it's actually giving you more information because you won't hear the original. It'll be gone. Mm-hmm. You have a new one, and then next thing you know, you come back a week later. By George, that's gone, and something else is on there.
2: Well, yeah, you okay. haven't actually, you haven't actually like re tried to re-record
1: or anything. It's just oh, no. actually doing it by
4: itself. You play it back. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Well, I think what we where we are now, we have come to that point in the show, uh Rick where we like to call this uh shameless self-promotion corner. <laughs> okay. Is there any uh shameless self-promotion that you would like to do?
4: Like about my book? Uh,
1: any kind of shameless self-promotion, sir. Shameless? What the heck are you talking
4: about shameless self-promotion?
1: Shameless self-promotion. That means where you just talk about yourself, your projects, your book, your website. Oh,
4: just about a little old me?
1: Just about a little yeah. old me.
4: It is correct. Okay, well, actually, I have a great, great group on Facebook, My mm-hmm. Paranormal Journey, One Man's Obsession, which is a really, really great group because you can come there and let yourself go. You don't have to be afraid. You can come and say what you want, and you have many people that will help you, uh, which is a great thing. Uh, I get many positive feedback about that. I have an actual website, theseerrickwade.com, where I actually have all of my reads from all the actual websites I I did in the last five years, which is kind of cool because there's a lot of them on there Are five stars, uh, and, and there's a lot of hits on there because I was actually really being watched. Whenever I started doing past-life reads, there mm-hmm. wasn't that many people at all could do a past-life read. So I was actually really, people were interested in me. So you have to go on there and look at that stuff because there's a really a lot of amazing stuff on there. Um, and then, um, yeah, you can get my book on Amazon, CreateSpace, or Kindle. And uh, it's uh, it's really doing pretty good uh, for a first-time author, you know. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And other than that, um, that's about all I got.
1: Oh. I, like I was, would... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know, really, you know, what comes down the line. <clears throat> exactly. Excuse me. Uh, so, you know, Rick, I you know, just want to say thank you very much for coming on. It was a great conversation. And, you know, like I said, sorry for putting you on the spot there, but you didn't, in, 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 despite that, you didn't impress me.
4: Well, thank you very much. And I think what I want to do in the future is get out. I want to be able to get out. I want to be able to do some signings. I want to be able to get to some pair cons. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to be able to get out because I love to talk. Sorry, but I do I love to talk. I love to communicate with people. Sure. And I think if I can get out there people would actually notice notice a little bit more cuz I'm you know I'm not, I'm just getting out there. I know I've been mm-hmm. out there in the actual psychic reading part, but in the paranormal part I really haven't been out there very much and I need to actually get out there. So it would really help a lot.
2: Yeah, I think you need to get out there. You're a very interesting fellow.
4: Yes, very.
1: Well, no problem. So, um, you know, Rick, hopefully maybe, you know, sometime in the future we can have you on again. That would be great.
4: That would be awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Rick, for coming on. Uh, The book is My Paranormal Journey, One Man's Obsession. The author is Rick Wade. And, you know, again, Rick, thank you so much for coming on and um, have a good night.
4: Happy holidays.
1: Oh, you too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, (laughs) Rick. All right. right, Have a good night.
4: All right. Bye.
1: So that was Rick Wade, and uh you know i I am in the middle of reading the book right now um so it is it's a very interesting read and it it really gives you um some insight into uh Rick's life and you know what kind of abilities he does have that was very interesting, yeah, very interesting, so Cheryl, it is at this point that of course we bring you on it's time
0: all right um it's <laughs>
1: time
2: i
0: want to thank rick wade um he's he's just a really he's a great guy he mm-hmm. has some really amazing talents um i first met him on a forum several years ago and um and uh i i here we are today talking to rick now so i want to sure. thank him for for being on our show And, um, next week we have a guest that we will find out more about. His name is Mark Williams and he is from the Native American Paranormal Project. Right. Chuck, I think you, did you say you talked to, to Mark's group?
2: Yeah, yeah, I sent them an email uh, about doing like maybe an RCOM sometime and I do, I have one of their DVDs and I watch it and stuff like that. Yeah, they're interesting. They're interesting folks. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so we'll talk to them next week um, about what they're doing right now and um, their, their research and their work in the field. And that will actually be our last show for this year because we're going to be taking the 26th off. So we'll return January 2nd with our first show of the year and that's with parapsychologist Lloyd Auerbach.
1: Cannot wait. Well, you know what? Wasn't Lloyd our very first guest?
0: Ooh, was he our very first? He he might have been one of the first guests on the live radio show.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what I mean because I know that I know I remember that some of the first we had we had um <coughs> excuse me mm-hmm. Stan Romanak I remember we had him and I remember we had Jason Offit he right. was one of the first ones and but I do yep, believe yep. that Lloyd Auerbach was our very first um, guest on the live show.
0: I now you have challenged me. <laughs>
1: The yes.
5: Trivia, now
0: you have challenged me because I must find out that answer. Um, he was one of the first. I think Jason. The two Jasons were actually the first of our live show. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he was probably on soon thereafter. I'm trying to trying to pull it up as we talk as we talk. But yeah. I, we did have him on the um, on the podcast before we were a live show. Yeah. Um, let's see. So the, so. As far as when we last talked to Lloyd, it looks like, hmm, yes, here we, here we go, here we go.
2: Stanton Friedman, maybe? Stanton
0: Friedman was our first official podcast guest back in 2009. Oh. Um, the last, that was wow. before me. Yeah, that was before, before Rick. The, wow, it's been a while since we've talked to Lloyd. Um, we last that- talked to him in t- 2010, and mm-hmm. that was on our, oh boy. I just had it on our uh, July fifteenth show. So he was actually during the first. He was our third official live show. Okay. Yeah, uh, and we um, we also uh, talked to him. Ooh, maybe it was in two thousand and nine before that. Right. Um, so
2: so I, let me get this straight. Now there was. I gotta get that straightened Rich. out,
1: but yeah. I, I know, right? I, <laughs> I, I,
2: I don't know. I can't understand that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was more of a podcast, and I think it was uh, it was it was definitely hosted by Karen. Did did she have somebody else that was what what was that? Did, I know that I know that Karen you know did the podcast, but she had a co host, didn't she?
0: Well, yeah, we were her. We she she ran the boards and um and was the producer of our podcast, and and okay. Chad and I were her co hosts, and we would oftentimes invite other people. Like um our friend J D Harrison and mm-hmm. you know Teresa West to be our co host. So we would kind of have a revolving co host along with Chad and I and we we do round tables and all sorts of fun stuff and and we'd have our guest on the podcast and then we'd chat afterwards and yeah, we it was a bit of a different format. And then when we went to the live show, Rick, you joined us. <laughs> the man so,
2: Rick
1: And the rest is history. And the rest is history. <laughs> that's, that's so, so what do we have going on with the magazine? We have a new. We have. Uh, uh, a what, yeah. what, what do we have to look forward to for January?
0: Well, um, if you haven't checked out the December issue yet, please do so at paranormalunderground.net. It's it's a really good issue, um, a good way to wrap up the year. In January, we have um, another killer issue to start off the new year. Um, and, uh, we have our regular columns, you know, we have our, our haunted columns. We have haunted sites, haunted history, um, right. you know, all sorts of haunted cemeteries. And then we also do our features of different people and investigators in the field. And, um, and so I'm, I'm going to hold on to the content till probably next week and then give you a little bit more on that. But I'm just going to say it's another great lineup and um and I'm really looking forward to twenty fourteen and Paranormal Underground magazine and radio
1: you know it's it's really funny my my wife um I'm not gonna say that she's superstitious. I think that that's kind of like maybe the wrong term to use, mm-hmm. but she has this weird thing about even numbered years and odd number years oh, okay okay odd number years for her always seem to be you know not very good but then the even number of years hit and then during the even number of years that's when all the really great stuff happens so you know going into 2014 it's an even number year so you know hopefully she's
0: looking it'll forward be great. to it yeah yeah i think i think it'll be a great year um, and as far as paranormal underground's concerned we have some big projects in the works um, yes. hopefully hopefully we can announce one here in the next 2 to 3 weeks and um, fill everyone in on a new project with the magazine. We we'll also be lining up new guests for next year. And if any of our listeners have guest suggestions, um, I do hope that they write in. We do get great suggestions from time to time. And I am I always try and book um, uh, guests who our listeners recommend. So please please do write in to editor at net, And um, we really value your feedback.
1: Right. Awesome. Yeah absolutely and,
2: and, and there's another cool show coming on in January right after this wonderful show
0: yes oh my yeah. gosh it's so exciting <laughs> and Ch- Chuck your show's going to be right on right after ours premiering January probably. 2nd and, um, and it's called In the Dark Radio that's correct with Chuck Gotsky And um, what now you I know you covered on the show, but just real quick, can Mm -hmm. you can you tell us some of the topics you'll be covering on the show?
2: Well, we're going to try to cover all sorts of different topics. I'd like to, instead, instead of doing just ghosts, which I, you know, I love my ghosts, you know, <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. um, I like to cover other topics like um, the, the Jersey Devil, uh, Bigfoot, um a lot of, you know, uh, crypt- I'm like, I like cryptozoology a lot, so I want to try mm-hmm. to cover, see if I can get people in that can talk about that kind of stuff. If not, maybe I'll just banter on about it myself, but um, that kind of stuff. I mean, UFOs. Um, uh, black-eyed kids, you know, Ooh. maybe stuff that hasn't <laughs> been talked about so much, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find something that's more unusual. Plus, I'd like to do stuff like um, bring in people, like you know, we always talk about investigators going to places. So, I'd like to bring in guests to talk to about, like, the people that, that own the places that we go to. Like, how do they feel about <laughs> us as investigators coming or sure. what kind of experiences they have, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: Right, right. I, yeah. think
2: that, I think that'd be a good idea. Plus, you know, we'll talk about in Dark Investigations too, you know.
1: Of cool. That's you know, I, exciting.
2: I have to, you know, self-promote. You know,
1: shameless self-promotion, self-promotion <laughs> corner for
2: Chugotsky. <laughs> 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 that's me, and I'm proud of it.
0: Yay! Well, your Ooh. show's going to be one hour, and yeah. um, and so that'll be let's see. I guess that's uh, eight to nine Pacific, eleven to twelve Eastern. Mm-hmm. You know, correct. Like 10 to okay. Yep. Time, yeah. Ten to eleven so, yeah. in the flyover states. No, Chicago, you know right?
1: what? You know, central it's the only one that really matters. <laughs> oh. Ooh, yeah. Gotcha. I like that.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Well, it's it I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um and I'll be running the boards for you, Chuck, so I am excited.
2: Yes. I feel I feel I feel more comfortable because you're behind me, you know what I'm saying? And not in the weird way. Not in the weird way. I guess, you know, <laughs> like, oh
0: God! That <laughs> turned quickly. yeah, it did, it, did, it did sound a little odd there. Uh, I'm
2: sorry. I had, to, I had to clear that up, you know. But yeah, no, I, I do. I feel. I feel. Uh, I feel particularly honored that you will tend the boards for me and oh, yeah. make it so it's a little bit easier for me to kind of just babble on and not have to worry about hitting the wrong button and cut me off the air and you know, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. You know.
0: Yep. Looking forward to it. And um, when we come back next year. You know, hopefully, maybe we can even, you know, have guests that that we can rotate on our shows, respectively. That
2: would be cool. I would yeah. like that. Mm. I think that would be awesome.
1: You know what? And it's it's always, it's it's so funny, too, because even with us, we had, oh, my God, when we first started this show, we had so many problems. It it just happens. You <laughs> got to work all the bugs out, and they get worked yeah. out eventually.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, We I think we worked them out. It, it took a yeah. while.
1: <laughs> But, yeah,
0: <laughs> but it was fun we were, along the way.
1: <laughs> we were like the destination truth of paranormal radio, and I was I was Josh Gates, which isn't were that you? bad thing, you know. Oh yeah. Well, then, totally who was jo- who was writer I'm totally then? Joking. So then Karen, Karen was writer then. That would be yeah. Karen. That would be Ooh. Karen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can
0: I be can I be Rex Williams?
2: <laughs> no, I thought some. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to do okay. <laughs> oh! okay.
1: No, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. It's like, no, I mean, I didn't hear what oh, you said. <laughs> I said, well, can I be Rex Williams? Oh yeah, yeah Rex Williams. Rex Williams. Is cool. Hey, you're yeah. the medic, aren't you? Yeah, i would be the everything. medic. There then. you go. Okay. You
5: can fix everything.
2: <laughs> and what's that? I could be the crazy Washington guy that got like sucked away in the circle and Where is it? Uh, whatever that forest they went to, where he got pulled off out the, of off the screen and stuff, and got all scratched up. Oh yeah, way. that oh, was oh, a crazy. Oh the forest. Yeah. yeah, I'll be that guy.
1: That is definitely on. You're I tell brave. you what, that place is on my on
2: my paranormal bucket oh. list, man. I, I, I like to do that. I like to do Chernobyl too. I would like <sighs> to go to Chernobyl. Oh, you
1: I don't know, know why? <laughs> we watched that episode, and there there are there are places that my wife has like, or Jamie has said to me, she's like, "You will never go there." And Pripyat was one of them, and um, uh, what was the other one? The, um, Oh my God, uh, Billy Mackies. She has actually made oh. me promise to never step foot in oh. Billy. Mackey's. Bo- Man, with- and- Did you say Billy Mackies? Bobby, Bobby Mackies. <laughs> I said that. Billy. <coughs> Sorry, I, said, so Sorry, I had to call
2: brother. you on that one. Brother. That was yeah. funny. No, it's
1: okay, Rick. Just go with it. It's his brother. <laughs> it's out. his brother. Yeah, It's his twin. Um, no, she is actually. You know, she's like. To- she's told me straight out. She's like, you will never go in this place. Do never. You-, you are not allowed to go there. So it's like I have ghost adventures to thank for that. You know, for you know, filling her head full of misinformation concerning the thanks, yeah, thanks a lot.
2: Yep. Yeah, I- I'd yeah. like to go there. I would definitely like to go there. To I would like to check I- out Billy Mackey's. I would like to check out. I
0: Billy want <laughs> <laughs> Billy <laughs> <out laughs> <laughs> to. Go. We're we're going to Billy Mackey's. <laughs> So Chad embarrassed! Knight.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, no, man. honey, I'm not going to Bobby Mackey's. I'm going to Billy I'm going to Mackey's. Billy. Hey, maybe it that'll work. We could just Rick. Yeah, Rick, I just have come to. With me. Rick, you
0: didn't. Yeah. You did You weren't on the show with Bishop James Long, and so I have to say, in Jamie's defense, I don't think there's disinformation out there. I think it's legitimately. Active with some really negative entities.
1: Oh, I have no doubt about it that they're negative entities, but yeah. I mean you know, humans can cannot be demons. That's it's an entirely different, you know, um yeah class of class of spiritual entities and you know from from, every, from everything that i've read and i'm not i'm not disputing what bishop long had to say i'm not i'm not trying to discredit him i'm not trying to do anything like that because that's a crappy thing to do but from what i understand though is that these are just very human spirits who are very mean and nasty and not anything demonic yeah
0: well i think that's uh, yeah that's up for debate i think different people sure. think different things and sure. you know i don't know just in 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 our conversations with bishop long um you know he had a different perspective but that's fine you know it's it's we can never we can never really know at this point in time which is correct so just keep on investigating um chad like i said chad and i do plan to investigate there hopefully next year the year after but um you know i won't be doing any provoking so (laughs) 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 just in case
1: definitely not a good thing to do
0: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah, I would like to go there.
2: I think that would be kind of interesting just to check it out, and, and you know, of course, like you said, not provoking or anything like that. Right, but I, right. I would like to check it out and just see what it's really all about.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's one of those interesting sites where you hear a lot about, and it just it, it, it it's one of, it's like Waverly to me. Like I, I just want to go there and see what people are talking about. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So.
2: I agree. Well, you've been to Waverly, haven't you, though?
0: Oh, yeah. We've been to Waverly, and I I've got really sick, but um, but it was interesting. It was definitely interesting. Well worth the, the trip.
2: Well, Rick, see, now we have to go.
1: Yep. go. Yeah, yeah. No, Chuck, maybe you and I, you know, can just, uh, you know, since we got the whole, you know, we, we've been accused of having a bromance.
2: Yeah, I and s- might as well just, you know, put it on full on and go out <laughs> to Waverly. I see, I, uh? <laughs> see I see a road trip in
0: your future.
5: Huh?
2: I see
0: a road trip in your
1: future.
2: Yeah, quite
1: possibly. Quite possibly. Road
2: trip. Well, you didn't. You didn't. watch say you
1: couldn't go there, right? No, no, no. That one's okay. Just uh, not okay. Billy. I mean, Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> Why? What? What am I? Don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> All your credibility just went down the tubes, man. I'm telling you. Y- you know what? I've had two hours of sleep in the last 37. So it's oh, like that it's, explains it. It's okay. a. It's a yeah. minor, minor, uh, minor Id- Id- idiosyncrasy. So, that's a good. all right, Cheryl, who do we who got coming on next after us? Um, we have nobody on next, but yeah, stay tuned
0: because there will be a replay of a show coming on next.
1: Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Fantastic. I guess you got me to fill in soon, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Right, so everybody, thank you so much for listening tonight. We had a great conversation with Rick Wade, and hopefully we can have him come on again. Uh, yeah. Remember, his uh, his the, the title of his book is My Paranormal Journey, One Man's Obsession. So, you know, thanks again to him, and thank you, Chuck, for filling in tonight, for sitting second banana. It was great. Thanks. Always fun to hang out with you.
2: Thanks, I appreciate it. Let me be the sidekick two times in a
1: row. Okay. Um, so, you know, i not really good with the time zones. Uh, all I know is, is that Central is the only time that matters. So, <laughs> join us again next week from uh, 8 to 10 p.m. Central. And uh, we'll be here talking some more.
0: Thanks, everyone.
1: Thank you, good everyone. Night. Night.
0: night.
1: If you'd like to be a guest on Paranormal
0: Underground Radio, email editor at paranormalunderground.net. Until next time, keep exploring the unexplained at paranormalunderground.net. Please join us next week for Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network.